Good afternoon. Here are the biggest stories of this hour. I'm Denise Insan. Buses and jeepneys for public transport will still not be allowed to operate in Metro Manila should the region shift to a general community quarantine or GCQ. The Metropolitan Manila Development Authority says monitoring these modes of transport will be difficult for authorities in the event of a slight easing of lockdown policies. Wag na lang po muna sana yung buses natin at jeepneys kasi mahirap po i-control dito yung physical distancing. Alam naman po natin ang jeep natin at bus, stop and go yan. Ano, sasakay, magbababa. So medyo mahirap po i-monitor hanggat hindi pa po natin nadidisiplina yung ating mga kababayan sa, sa tamang pagsakay at pagbaba po. So, but MMDA Chief Jojo Garcia clarifies point-to-point -point bus services are exempted from that proposal of the Metro Manila Council to the national government because they are easy to monitor. He adds taxicabs, ride-hailing services and tricycles may resume operations once Metro Manila is placed under GCQ due to the limited number of passengers such vehicles can accommodate. The council, composed of all mayors in Metro Manila localities, earlier recommended placing the capital region under GCQ by June 1st. Authorities guarantee the Line 3 of, Metro, of Manila's Metro Rail Transit System, or MRT3, is ready to resume operations should the government ease lockdown restrictions in the Philippine capital region. Engineer Mike Kapati, director for operations of MRT3, says only 153 passengers will be allowed to board every train set, a sharp decline from 1,200 passengers. The trains will also be disinfected twice every trip. Pregnant women as well as persons below 21 years old and senior citizens will be barred from entering MRT-3 stations. Ang paghahanda naman po namin ay nakasalalay din po sa guidelines ng IATF. Nandiyan po yung social distancing sa pagpila at uh, pagpasok po ng mga pasahero natin ay kukunan po ng, ano yan, ng temperatura, ng thermal scanner natin. Philippine Interior Chief Eduardo Anio says President Duterte will decide on the fate of the lockdown in Metro Manila by Thursday or Friday. Anio says the COVID-19 Interagency Task Force will come up with a final recommendation to the chief executive today, Wednesday. More businesses can reopen under a general community quarantine, but local governments may still impose strict lockdowns in specific areas with high COVID-19 cases. Ang binabantayan natin ng dito yung health standard, no? pagsusot ng mask, physical distancing, pagpapatupad ng mga establishment sa mga hand sanitation, paglalagay nila ng mga markup. Unlike Metro Manila mayors, experts from the University of the Philippines want the Modified Enhanced Community Quarantine, or MECQ, extended in the national capital region. Dr. Guido David from the UP Institute of Mathematics cites what he calls an alarming increase in COVID-19 cases when Metro Manila eased its lockdown protocols. He believes the Philippines has yet to contain the deadly disease. Based on uh, the data from the Department of Health, uh, we saw that um, after about one week of MECQ, there was a significant uh, increase in the number of new cases in certain LGUs in Metro Manila. This includes Makati, uh, Las uh, Pasay, and also Las Piñas. So the increase in Makati was about 170% from the previous week. 
For UP political science professor Ranjit Rai, Metro Manila is still a high-risk area. He adds government should increase its testing capacity and improve its data on the country's cases. The UP experts warn lifting the MECQ in Metro Manila could lead to additional 18,000 infections. Meanwhile, businesses are preparing to resume operations as mayors in Metro Manila recommend the further easing of coronavirus restrictions in the national capital region by June 1st. But for more on this, let's get to know to let's talk now to Sergio Ortiz Luis. He's the president of the Employers Confederation of the Philippines. Mr. Ortiz Luis, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, good afternoon, uh, Denise. And to our watchers. Good afternoon, sir. Uh, are you for the decision of the Metro Manila Council in transitioning to the new normal to a GCQ by June 1st? Well, uh, we are anticipating it, uh, although we would rather that uh, previous preparation, especially on the transport and the other rules uh, that will make it easy for companies to open up, uh, would have been uh, uh, prepared in advance. Uh, speaking of preparing in advance, uh, sir, right now, the public transport, once GCQ is implemented, buses and, you know, jeepneys will not be allowed. So it's all up to the companies to find, you know, a way to provide transportation for their employees. Are are they open already to shouldering this responsibility? Well, we, we have to remember that 90% of our enterprises are uh, micro. They are not the ones who have a facility for services. Or, uh, uh, and and uh, many of them are just watching on the sideline uh, what they can do. Aside from uh, the problem on uh, shuttle, uh, they have a problem also on uh, there are things that they have to, com protocols that they have to conform with, uh, buying uh, supplies mm -hmm. uh, that, that, that for protection of the employees, uh, the spacing they have to prepare in their office and or in factories. Uh, so that that leads a lot of, uh, of preparation, and many of them are really having problems in their cash flow because of the period of time that they have no income. So I guess uh, we cannot expect that a lot of people, uh, a lot of companies, will be operating uh, even at 50% uh, capacity initially. They would be uh, probably creeping. Uh, like, like a faucet, you open it slowly, mm -hmm. like on and off, like a switch of the electric. So, uh, and I hope that the government, uh, uh, IA, uh, TF, would be able to, to be very fast in, uh, in addressing some of the problems that will crop up. Uh, I, I think uh, we have the, the initial problem really will have to be. Uh, the, the transport system. So expect that um, because of Parisa, even at the capacity that they are uh, having now because of distancing for the transport, the young ones uh, below 20 and uh, over 60 are, are barred from them. So expect a lot of uh, cars to be in the street because they, they, it's only possible for them to bring their cars. So there will be traffic that will ensue and even even people who are not supposed to be called into work already will will be out they will be curious to do things and go to the companies even if they're not yet open 
Uh, sir, heavy is the burden that private companies right now have to bear. You know, it hasn't been mandated that employees need to be tested for COVID. So, you know, will you be holding mass testing for your employees just to ensure that everyone is safe and healthy before resuming it's not, work? It's, it's, not, it's not compulsory mm -hmm. to have uh, mass testing, but those the companies that can afford it, probably we will be doing that. Uh, except what, that uh, it's, it's not like you just buy it and you do it to the employees. You have to have laboratories that is capable of uh, 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 so, uh, helping you in, in doing these testings. And besides, uh, what we can do really is the initial thermal testing and the, 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 the part of the rule is that they have to fill up forms uh, whether they, 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 they are asymptomatic or there are symptoms that they are or, the, or they were exposed. So in short, uh, you will be eliminating the ones who are uh, who are already positive, no? And the ones that uh, probably will go in that because of your initial testing, test thermal, uh, uh, will uh, interviews will probably be the asymptomatic ones, no? And uh, in as much as uh, there is a debate how contagious asymptomatic uh, are, mm -hmm. some even saying. They are not. Uh, they are not uh, transmitters. Uh, maybe it's safe enough. And then time by time, uh, maybe regularly, you can uh, you can repeat the test. Uh, and if there are those who come up with some problems, uh, then you send them for the actual testings. Sir, how can we find a sustainable way to keep the employees safe as well as, of course, the employers? Uh, you know, in case the vaccine really takes a long time. To you know, to, to find. Well, uh, as I said, uh, uh, if, if the ones will be coming in, will be asymptomatics, and uh, is that uh, and if you pra practice all the protocols, the distancing, wearing of masks, and things like those, I guess it's fairly safe. And uh, if if within the week, some people come up with some signs. Uh, that they have called or whatever, uh, then they can be isolated and uh, uh, they, they can be sent for testing. Well, sir, we hope for a smooth sailing for businesses as hopefully we, we wait if they'll be opening their businesses, if there will be GCQ by June 1st. Thank you so much for your time, Mr. Sergio Ortiz-Luis, president of the ECOP. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Denise. As Metro Manila Mall's over easing lockdown protocols, the number of COVID-19 cases here in the entire Philippines breaches the 15,000 mark. The health department announced 380 new COVID-19 cases on Wednesday, the country's highest single-day tally in 51 days. The Philippines now has 15,049 coronavirus cases. 80 new deaths were reported, bringing the total number of fatalities to 904. Total recoveries rose to 3,506 after 94 more patients survived COVID-19. Total coronavirus infections, meanwhile, in Quezon City breached the 2,000 mark. The local government says the number of active COVID-19 cases stands at 715. The death toll in the city remains at 169. But Metro Manila's largest city also recorded Tuesday 149 new recoveries, raising the total to 773. Batasan Hills Village has the most number of COVID-19 cases with 85, followed by Culiat and Bahay Toro villages. The local government said Tuesday it is updating the list of villages to be placed under what it calls an extreme enhanced community quarantine.
Malacanian assures the public the school year opening will push through in August following President Duterte's rejection of face-to-face -face classes without a vaccine against the novel coronavirus. Presidential spokesman Hari Rojas says enrollment will start on June 1st as originally scheduled by the Education Department. The agency has said it can be accomplished either physically or online. Ang sigurado po, tuloy po ang pag-aaral ng mga kabataan. Mm -hmm. Ang issue na lang, anong sitwasyon pagdating ng Agusto 24, ito ba ay uh, sapat na para tayo mag-face-to-face -face o mag-blended. Kung wala pong face-to-face, -face, tuloy po ang blended. Before the Alliance of Concerned Teachers systems are still not in place for the government's target of blended learning, the group believes the school year opening may still push through even after August. But it says the more important thing is making sure the education department is fully ready for the so-called new normal. Luxury resort and casino Okada, Manila is set to lay off some 1,000 workers amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Okada Manila says it has not generated revenue since the lockdown, which caused severe losses to the company. Notices of retrenchment will be issued starting June 15th, and affected employees will receive separation pay. Some 2.6 million Filipinos have lost their jobs amid the virus crisis. Makati police raid a clinic in San Antonio Village where Chinese patients were allegedly being treated without accreditation from the health department. Two Chinese men, including a doctor, were arrested. Police recovered assorted Chinese medicines and COVID rapid test kits. It was found that the clinic was operating without a business permit from Makati City Hall. Police are also investigating if the clinic caters to mostly workers of offshore gambling hubs or POGO. Patients in the clinic were advised by authorities to go home, but they will be under strict monitoring. News overseas now. Chaos erupts in Hong Kong as police fire pepper pellets to disperse demonstrators protesting new national security laws proposed by Beijing. Law enforcement officers say they have arrested at least 16 people Wednesday for alleged crimes including possession of offensive weapons and dangerous driving. People took to the streets Wednesday and chanted slogans against the so-called National Anthem Bill, which will require China's march of the volunteers to be taught in schools. The proposal also seeks to impose jail terms or fines to those who disrespect it. And those are the headlines. I'm Denise Tsai. Keep it here on the ABS-CBN News Channel for our special coverage of the COVID-19 pandemic.